welcome back to the public announcement podcast and as you might have figured out by the title or maybe you have not we are today going to be talking about revolutions and something revolutionary and to be more precise we are today going to be talking about how the current system handles revolutions and what phenomenon or what technique is the most effective and how can you really just ignore the technique or pretty much get your change going or get your own revolution or utopia going because that's what we are all about here aren't we so before we jump uh, before we jump on on how to actually do it let's start with a little story now the story begins in the 1950s so we're going to travel a lot a lot of years back now in the 1950s except cool cars and uh, black and white TVs there was one there was another phenomenon going on and that was Elvis Presley now in the 1950s Elvis Presley was reaching the peaks of his fame you know his songs were played all over the country And everybody was a fan of Elvis Presley, or at least most of the people. Now, as every good musician, Elvis Presley had his own manager, who went by the name Tom Parker. What you might not know about 1950s is that merchandise, or merch of your favorite artist, was just as popular as it is today. The main thing is that during those times it wasn't t-shirts or flags or little bracelets that were hip. It was actually these badges, right, that had like a short slogan on them. If you look back at old images, you could see lots of presidents handing them out with like the candidate name on them and the year of the elections. And the same was with Elvis Presley, right? So you had these little badges that people would pin on their shirts and go around with them that said something along the lines like I love Elvis Presley or I love to listen to Elvis Presley's music. Something short, something really that hits home and something that really shows that you're a fan of Elvis Presley. However, uh, uh, Presley's manager, you know, he decided to think before the market moved. And what he decided to do is to also start selling a different branch of badges. Not everybody was a fan of Elvis Presley. It was just not something everybody would listen to and the manager, he understood it. So Mr. Parker, he decided to do a whole new set of badges. He was still selling them and owned them owning them but with a whole new different slogan and that was the uh, slogans like I hate Elvis Presley or Elvis Presley is a jerk right so you see where I'm coming from. Mr. Parker this invented a way how to sell badges both to the haters and at the same time sell badges also to the fans and this was something uh, and this was something revolutionary in its own sense because he m- made double the amount of money and essentially he made money from the entire country because you either loved or you hated Elvis Presley and based on that you would buy the badge that was offered to you so i would call Tom Parker, the founder of this phenomenon. But how about we move on to the modern era so we have some more relevant examples. In 2018, Boots Riley made a movie called Sorry to Bother You. Now, uh, the movie itself, the movie itself glosses over many racial, uh, politics, class struggles, generally things that bother America or generally things that bother the society at large, right? It wasn't your typical comedy movie or dark humor movie. It was something with a more of a deeper meaning that people would actually have to think about and uh, maybe take some something out of it, maybe some motivation. Now, of course, after the movie uh, hit the cinemas, Boots Riley went on a tour and he ended up in CBS uh, Morning, right? 
in an interview, right about this movie. Now what CBS decided to do is not to directly address the more philosophical part of the movie, they decided to, again, stick to the narrative that best suits them. That being the good old rags to riches fable, the a poor man struggles, but then he starts to work hard, and after five years, he's a multimillionaire because everybody can make their own American dream in America, right? So this was the narrative the CBS favored, and even if during the interview, uh, Boots Riley tried to hint that there is something more to the movie than just a rags to riches fairy tale and him being a salesman which uh, the main character is in the movie this telemarketer salesman right he was trying to hint much more but cbs stick to their guns and just said you know rags to riches fairy tale and this is easy and digestible to a cbs morning uh viewing or the to cbs morning fans because they don't really need to be eating breakfast and somebody telling them about class and racial struggles, why that they need a motivation to go to work and work their ass off for nine hours or eight hours, whatever your work time is. Now another most recent one, and pretty much one of the best examples is the Amazonian rainforest fires. Now even if you are not like an everyday user of Instagram, you probably have seen these ones. If you follow uh, anybody above 1000 followers, he has shared it on his story. Some even people below that started sharing it. So simply every influencer went around. So what happened somewhere, I, w- I think the entire thing started somewhere mid-August or by- till the end of August, so- somewhere around there. Somebody shared a story that the Amaz- Amazonian forest- forests are burning and that the news are not reporting on it. And the only way we can actually make the issue change is to share the Instagram story so everybody can see Right, you know, a pretty straightforward idea, and you could say the guy had good intentions, the original guy who shared it. Suddenly, Instagram was flooded with all these types of stories. Now, let me ask you, did did anything really change? Did we change? Did the Amazonian rainforest stop burning? Now, some of you might say, of course, sure, but I have a news article here just right in front of me on the screen saying they are still burning. Now this is the most relevant I could found and find and this is from August 13th. That's a week ago. And they're still burning. I, I don't see the change that everybody claims there is. I don't see the change of the Amazonian rainforest just stopping or ceasing to burn because we shared Instagram stories. But, you know, at the end of the day, everybody thinks they did their part and they did all that could be done and what's essentially left is just a few activists screaming like guys the rainforests are still burning but you know nobody in the long run cares and that is the main phenomenon that is what these three stories of the Elvis Presley's managers the story to bother you movie and the Amazonian rainforest fires have in common it's all that there is an issue an important issue that is supposed to be addressed and the people get together and don't decide to actually solve the issue, but are fed little breadcrumbs that tell them like, you did good, you did especially good, the issue will resolve itself, you don't have to care about it. With the badges, it was something of, you hate Elvis Presley, alright, buy this badge, and you will show everybody you hate Elvis Presley, now you've done the most you've could, you know, the person bought the badge and he felt good about himself. 
Sorry to bother you. CBS, CBS uh, Morning didn't really want to go into a deep debate about racial politics or anything. So they just played it safe with the rags to riches fairy tale and just left it there. Left it for the viewer to be inspired and go and work into the rat, rat race again. Right? And the Amazonian rainforest. Again, people shared their story on Instagram, closed their smartphones and considered the problem solved. But, again, as history tells us, this is not the solution to the problem. Uh, the Sorry to Bother You movie never got the debate or public publicly never got the debate it needed to have. The manager of uh, Elvis Presley still continued to make music even if people bought badges that they hated him, right? And he still continued to earn lots of money doing it. And the Amazonian rainforest didn't just cease because someone shared their own Instagram story. They continued to burn and that is... And that can be proven by uh, by sources. That can that is not just something like I made this up. This is not my conspiracy theory. And this is the entire title of the video. This is the selling the revolution part. All right. So what the current system does is takes an issue. Right. It may be that you hate a singer. Let, let, let's work with the narrative that you're a young communist. Right. I don't support your ideas too much, but you're a young communist. You just finished reading Communist Manifesto, right? Well, and now you want to really show the world that you're a commie. How do you do that? Well, of course, you go onto the internet and you buy yourself a phone case with Resist Capitalism. Or you buy yourself a t-shirt with Lenin on it. Or, or, some, or some other fucking bullshit. I don't care. But the important word is that you buy it, right? Even the Communist Manifesto that you have just finished reading, where did you get that? Probably at the library or even a bookstore, right? So you probably had to go to a library. You probably have to pay for a membership in that library and you borrow the Communist Manifesto, right? Okay, sure. You did something, you spent your money for a book, it's not that bad. But then you buy a shirt or then you buy a case on your iPhone, a phone that you had to buy, a case that you had to buy, a t-shirt that you had to buy just to show that you're a communist. Just to show that I am fighting the change. And somehow, for some goddamn reason, that is enough. You buying a shirt somehow solves all the problems. Somehow makes the, the entire world red. I'm not saying we are supposed to have a communist utopia here, not by a long shot. I'm just saying this is not getting anybody anywhere. First of all, you're supporting the system you're so desperately trying to fight against. Do you think the t-shirts are actually sold by somebody who gives a single fuck about communism? Not really, they're probably sold by a large corporation who sees a potential market. Do you think the Communist Manifesto at that uh, bookstore that you bought it from was written by some communist? Yes, originally, but the reprint was probably done by a large company, probably not run by communists, who saw a potential market and so they did it. So they reprint reprinted the book and you giving their money... Oh, who do you think it's going to? You think Lenin is gonna get the money or fucking Marx? No, it's the fucking company who printed the book. It's not, you're not helping anybody really. You read the Communist Manifesto and now you got the shirt, right? So how do we solve this problem? How do we overcome this technique? How do we not buy into the notion that we solve something when we haven't solved shit? Well, that's a good question. I'm glad you asked. It's very simple. 
Instead of buying stuff to show your affiliation with some gang or to show your affiliation that you are against something, how about you actually do action against it? Very simple example, right? If the fans of the Elvis Presley or the anti-fans of the Elvis Presley hated Elvis Presley so much, I don't know, they could have started to listen to a different artist, I guess. Not to buy fucking badges and walk around. Who is influenced by that? Do you think Elvis Presley is going to stop making music? No, the only way you can actually hurt him is if you're not going to buy his next album. And the Elvis Presley example is a weak example. Let's look at um, the Amazonian rainforest, right? How about, I don't know, you donate some money to a fund which tries to save them or preserve them. How about... If you're really feeling that this is a problem we need to solve, how about you become an activist yourself? How about you gather people and try to educate everybody about the problematic? If you care that much. Of course, these trends are much easier to spread today because people see other other people doing it. This, this applies to the Amazonian rainforest mostly. You see other people posted another story and you just kind of feel bad that you didn't so you do it too. And then it just spreads to your circle again. That is the type of shit I'm talking about. Use the money that you would buy shit to show your gang affiliation. Use that money to actually do a change. Organize something. Print out posters. Uh, start a web page, start a blog. There are just so many options. I think people are missing out on so many options. I'll tell you honestly, I started this podcast out of my fucking room. Do you think I have a studio or something? I have a shitty ass mic. I have a, it's quite a good computer, but it's not something great. I mean, the setup is not perfect. The mic, if you would literally see my microphone stand, it's five fucking books. And I'm doing it. You know, I'm not complaining. I'm not buying shirts about podcasting. I'm not buying shirts about uh, freedom of speech. I'm not buying a super duper studio. Because I make change on budget. Or at least I try to. I don't have many fans. I hope one day I might have. But for now I have to work with what I have. I don't need to buy new stuff in order for me to feel like I'm doing something. Or I'm doing a change. I act in a certain way. And then I feel good that I'm making a change. And you should feel too. And you should do that too. Because the only way you can actually change something is if you start acting. But we are growing into a generation of lazy people and I try not to believe it, but I believe it every day more and more. Everybody just wants the easy way out. Wants to feel good, but wants to have it easy. Wants to earn a million dollars, but wants to learn the information from two books. That, that isn't how the world works. If you want to really change something and you're passionate about it, go for it. Whatever it is, go for it. Don't sit around and buy stuff. And don't sit around and complain. That is the two worst things you can do. And that would be it for today's episode. Thank you for listening and I'll get back at you in a week.